The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So it's good to uh, good to sit with you. Um, so last uh, last time I was here uh, just a few weeks ago, I did uh, the um, series on the five five spiritual faculties of faith and energy, mindfulness, samadhi, concentration, wisdom. And uh, when deciding what to uh, what to teach, just generally, like I kind of float this balloon in my mind, little trial balloon, and then imagine the sangha, imagine speaking to that theme, and um, and try to feel into that. And this time, like all my balloons all the trial balloons immediately kind of deflated and fell to the ground i didn't know what to teach so i um i made up a list not official by any stretch um kind of factors that uh don't show up in uh in the list but um from what i can see lead us deeper into uh into the Dharma path. And so uh, today uh, is uh, awe, 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 and wonder. It's a, a researcher, um, Dacher Keltner. Uh, awe is the feeling of wonder and amazement of being in the presence of something that, something vast that transcends one's current understanding. Awe is part of a family of states that includes elevation, appreciation, and admiration. The majority of awe experiences occur in response to nature, other people who display virtuosity or magnanimity, art and music, religious experiences and ideas. Similar to other pro-social emotions like gratitude, compassion, Awe reliably predicts increased sharing, assistance, and generosity. So awe on this path. We we develop, I would say, a kind of awe for the Dharma. I I remember early early in practice maybe i don't know a year into practice or something i was at a weekend retreat with galen ferguson in the tibetan tradition um and galen is uh, i think a professor and was a professor he is a full-time dharma person very beautiful teacher quite buttoned up, you know, kind of. And um, the weekend was on the unity of of shamatha and insight, the unity of the the tranquilizing and the insight side of the path. And it touched me quite deeply. And afterwards, I kind of approached him crying and sort of rambling and just trying to express something, something, what he had done to my heart and uh, 
I was trying, trying unsuccessfully to say something like, I'm falling in love with the Dharma, you're helping. I wasn't able to say that and just kind of sat there a little messy in his uh, kind presence. And he said something like, oh, yeah, um, gazing out over the vastness of the Dharma ocean, you know, that can be a lot. And in a Dharma life, we, we, uh, we develop a sense of awe for the path, awe for awareness itself. The, the sense of how, um, how close the distance from suffering to peace can be in a given moment. It feels so far, and yet we come to know it as being so close. And the potency of, of awareness becomes a kind of object of, of awe. This life, this life, this life we are somehow given. I remember, again, early in practice, I think from the Tibetan tradition, the image of being born human is like a turtle swimming in the great ocean that breaches the surface of the water once every century and happening to poke its head through a small ring floating in the vastness of the ocean. The chance of that is like the preciousness of being born human with this possibility to wake up. And so, yeah, there is wonder, wonder for having been born, wonder for the possibilities of being human and wonder for the question of like, how might I live? How might I live? We're so, so hemmed in, so constrained by prevailing narratives and cultural assumptions and the, the seeming foundations of a human life, but in Buddhism, uh, the the foundation of all things is empty, and so, what if, what if everything I consider natural and customary, the right way, everything I consider to be self-evident, to be common sense is empty, empty. Sila Bhatta Paramasa, the, the kind of usually translated as attachment to rites and rituals um, and is said, said to be shed at stream entry, the kind of first uh, real taste of enlightenment. Sila Bhatta Paramasa, 
kind of endowing all the conventions of our life with um, more. And in a way, our entire culture is Sila Bhatta Paramasa. And when we recognize the, the groundlessness of all convention, there's a lot of wonder. How might I live? Unconstrained by this attachment to convention, how might I live? Wonder, wonder is, uh, is an especially clean engine for our motivation and dharma effort. Um, clinging, of course, is, the Buddha says, is at the heart of suffering. But how do we avoid trying to cling our way to peace? So many of the moves that we can make on our experience, the dharma moves we make in one way or another express some clinging and wonder, wonder, this deep abiding interest. This is a very powerful place to practice from and I, I feel, you know, in my capacity as a teacher, when people become interested in their minds, my job is kind of done. I'm relegated uh, primarily to just being a, a cheerleader. And uh, I like that role. But it's, um, there's something that happens when we like are interested, interested in our minds. There's no real agenda and interest in wonder. And this uh, is a powerful um, condition for the arising of wisdom and love. Awe is associated with the, the sense of self becoming smaller sense of self becoming smaller. Sometimes this is seen, you know, in the classically gazing up at the stars or something. And, um, and so there's a, a, an astronomer, she writes, um, our galaxy is located at one end of the local group, a small cluster of galaxies with the Andromeda galaxy at the other end. The local group is near the outskirts of the local supercluster, which has a diameter of a hundred million light years. The biggest supercluster is the Perseus Pegasus filament, which stretches for roughly a billion light years. A number of other superclusters and voids are known, but astronomers have only mapped the large scale structure of a small part of the universe there may even be larger scale structures to really, you know, just to really a hundred billion light years, whatever, to really take that in. It's, um, it's tough, tougher to get too lost in the details of a particular life. But um, 
But here's the thing, the self becoming smaller means the world gets much, much bigger, much, much bigger. The less, the less clinging, uh, the more life. And so we discuss, we, we, uh, wake up to awe in the face of the vastness there. Awe in the face of the vastness of, of suffering. It just brings you to your knees. And awe in the face of love to know how vast our love might become, even though it does not resolve samsara, does not tie up the loose ends of being human. But to be kind of humbled how vast our love might become. Measureless, it said. Measureless in the sense that we're stepping out of measuring and also that there is nothing on the other side of it. So awe and what under on this path. Offer that for your consideration today. And um, yeah, I wish you, um, I wish you all well and we'll, uh, we'll keep going tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh thanks so much and uh yeah, have a good uh have a good day.